0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the New School of Thinking podcast, Impact Series. Um, I'm not going to take too much time in the intro today. Uh, we have another boxer in the house, and we're going to learn a little bit more about his take on boxing and how it has changed him. Uh, so, enjoy! Enjoy!
1: welcome to another episode on the new school of thinking podcast and under this series of impact along the lines of how we define impact we've got another special guest who uh, looks at impact a little differently with a couple of jabs throws punches hooks and uh, we're gonna get into the flow of that welcome to the podcast in this episode and thank you for for joining us
2: thank you for having me
1: So when we speak about uh, or speak along the lines of boxing uh, we're probably going to hear a couple of different perspectives so we have a special perspective from you and we're super excited to hear a little bit more about um, what got you into this crossroads uh, with the sport such as boxing well
2: as a kid i always enjoyed fighting there's even videos of like being my uh, older brother uh just like punching each other just body shots but we'd be punching each other just wrestling fighting all the time and just like growing up uh i've always i've always had an interest in fighting but and you know it's always seen as uh, something negative or uh, frowned upon but um so i took up boxing just to stay out of trouble as well
3: so basically you found it as like this is the one way I could beat up somebody but not get in trouble.
4: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. What, so what do you get a, from boxing? Um.
2: There's so a. What, what there's is a, it? There's a certain type of high, like there's a certain type of high I can't really describe um, that you get from boxing. It's like a runner's high. Um, it's similar to that as well, but it's it's a it's a feeling where your heart starts racing. You know, you see your opponent come across. Like everything just gets thrown out the window except for you and your opponent in, in the ring and we just
3: have a tunnel vision uh, going forward. So it's it's definitely a high in those moments. So like, it's like an adrenaline rush. It's like you you see your opponent there, you know it's in the moment and like, it's just like adrenaline that, that takes over you, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, so... so Who are you outside of boxing? If you were to to describe yourself outside of boxing, like, who are you as a person outside of the fighting, the boxing? Like, what even do you do other than boxing? Uh,
2: Right now, I work as a a business data analyst, and that's for, like, a law firm. So uh, that's, like, the other... So brown guy, the IT guy, you know how it is. Um, So I do that for work. And, uh, like, so those are... That's that, that's interesting as well, but this is a part of my life that's kind of gets me going or gets me motivated for um, just just that uh, initial excitement and adrenaline that that regular work wouldn't
3: have. Are there any um, are there any like connections between the two? Like throughout your day to day life, and then when you get into the ring um, or training or whatever you do, um, has boxing changed you? in your day to day life and has it impacted you from from you know when you when you weren't boxing, when you didn't start to to now? Have you seen a change? And if so, like what what was that?
2: Uh, so so it's it's actually uh, it's actually a huge difference from when I'm boxing versus when I'm not boxing and how like, it has led to my like so my interactions with my family, friends, um, and my workplace. So in boxing, like, um, like I'm more alert, more focused. Um, I just have this type of like excitement, um, like, and I bring that energy towards like other parts of my life as well. Versus when I'm like, I've, I've had time off from boxing, and I just lost motivation to do other like other stuff or just perform at uh, like 100% in my work and. Then, I can literally I'd see and feel the the translation from my just when I'm boxing to when I'm not boxing. So
1: how old are yeah, you? When you first started? In, like,
2: um, I was I started when I was 21, but <laughs> I've been getting into a lot of fights before that.
1: So the concussions are real. How many uh, how many physical uh, <laughs> mayhem's have you come across?
2: Um, I've had. I've had a few maybe two or three concussions and um, that's that's all on me. That's just me I'm pretty hard headed when it comes to some stuff or stubborn. And mm-hmm. I know my coach has told me like the way we box or our, our gym box is more defensive and like, he's always told us to play it smart. But, like, it's better to take less damage just to fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, rather than you know going head first and just throw as many punches as you can to a virtual point. like take three to get one shot back you know that's not worth it that's yeah. how we were taught but it took
4: me a while to understand that few confessions later here I am mm-hmm. so who are you in the ring like what what's running through your mind um how do you how do you get psyched up for a fight and like what is it that you're focusing on like, are you looking at strategy like what 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 kind of what analysis are you? You mentioned your data analyst, but what kind of analysis <laughs> are you doing of your opponent, and what are you looking for when you're in the ring? And how do you stay focused and put those blinders on? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: So, so yeah, I do data analysis, but I would say that's uh, a little different in the sense that, like, with data analysis, I don't um, have to think literally on the spot and make a decision uh, that could impact or change the outcome of something um, right away. So, it, you know, I have more time to think on it. This is, whereas with boxing analysis, I do have to, like, every opponent is different. So I'd have to study every opponent in the ring as it's happening and see like, kind of see what they're working on So if they come in with, if they're a person that's a, a, like a slugger or comes forward, I would, I would have to be more aware of where, uh, where my footwork is and move accordingly and stick the jam. Whereas if it's like a more tactical person, then I would have to my mind would be a little bit more sharp where I'm watching for his moves and like counter counter functioning based off of that. Um yeah, that's how my analysis goes within the ring.
1: Sounds like it goes right out the door, but where does boxing um <laughs> boxing fit in the bigger picture for you? Um
2: as of now, because I like like boxing is one of those sports where you have to commit your entire life to the sport to um, make a very solid career out of it. Like people put their kids into boxing at age seven, six, and then they build them up from there. And the foundations have to be solid. So, um, although I did like fight or I do like to fight, boxing is a whole different game because it's um, it requires that type of discipline, which I. I wish I had when I was younger or I wish I had a type of support at that age to go into it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But um, I always said to myself, if I don't do it now, I'm never gonna do it. Like I did it when I was twenty one and I don't regret my decision with it because right. it kinda got me through university, it got me you know, helped me build me confidence to do that job interview or, or even like uh, present or whatever it is, has helped me. Outside
3: of the gym, right. right. Now you spoke about, <clears throat> like, you spoke about the discipline and the how it made you more confident. But also, I mean, we touched earlier on the concussions you had, and uh, I'm sure that can get a lot of people worried, um, your family in, in particular. So, what's your what's your support system like? Like, what what how how is your support around you? How have they? Cause, I mean, you got into it at 21, um, so like. Mm-hmm. How, how did that come about? How, the, how did that conversation happen? I guess with, with your family or whoever's around you.
2: So uh, when I was in high school, uh, we did have a wrestling team, and I told my um, my mom that I'm going to the chess club, like after school. I didn't <laughs> wow. really tell her. Uh, I, was, <laughs> I was going to a wrestling because I know she would just disapprove of it. So I told her I was going to the chess club, and I kind of signed off my own papers, and, and I went wrestling. Wow. And stuff. But I know. I know how she. I know how supportive she is for uh, uh, combat sports. So, um, like at 21, at this point, I just told her, "I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do it, mom. Like, I'm just gonna do it." And she just said, "You know, like, do it, but don't get into any like fights, like, competitions." I just like smiled and just went ahead and did it at that point. But in terms of support, uh, it's hard. It's a tough crowd, you know. Um, it's yeah. hard to get support from. Um, in such sports if it was like uh, a less um it's a sport that didn't have a lot of uh impact or like um like pain
3: involved (laughs) or
2: pain or physical impact or
3: like
2: yeah yeah i think they would have been a little
3: bit more supportive yeah fully understand that i mean and that again is you know just families caring about you Um, yeah but again you have that you have that persistence and consistency that that you know you want to keep pushing forward with it um and i think like we you spoke you touched on how you how you like to fight when you're younger um and how boxing is different so how is boxing different like what has boxing taught you about fighting If, if that makes any sense like where's the where's the difference there because there is a difference and um the first word that comes to my head is discipline, but, you know, I'd like you to explain how you feel about that.
2: Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I've seen a bunch of world-star videos, and I've seen uh, how the fights go on about there, and they last about 30 seconds. Usually people that don't know how to do it, do it. where um, yeah. the discipline comes in, it's, it's more than just two people throwing punches at each other. It's about... Um, starting from the job like the very first punch you learn um mm-hmm. so and there's like i think Bruce Lee or one of the people i said you need, in order to uh, master something you have to do it over and over i think thousand hours or ten thousand hours right. um, that actual skill so that's where the discipline comes in until you can actually perfect that job until you can do that job Eyes closed, or with or understand the range of you and your opponent, and you throw that down. And you should be able to be comfortable to it, you know. If, um, but if you're like fighting on the street, it's you know like 30 seconds at most, and you're just throwing recklessly, you don't know what you're doing. You're, both your hearts are racing, and you know, like, <laughs> put a good deal over the person's head and throw like a, a couple of punches in the fight's done But this is uh, three minute rounds, 30 second breaks, you have to. You know, use your
3: tactics to break down your opponent mentally and physically. It's not just the physical fight. Exactly, exactly. And I think, like my other question, as uh, as you were talking there, do you look back at how you were before you started boxing and kind of shake your head now that now that you've been through kind of like the physical <laughs> aspect of it and and <laughs> you you're being taught this, like how, has that changed your you know, your view on on yourself before?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I think, uh, as my coach would put it, um, boxing will really bring out how you really are. And um, I know that as a kid, or how how your style is uh, will manifest, or will show based off your character. So if if you're a person that comes for it, or if you take a shot, to give a shot, like. It's expressed in the ring too. Or if you just, you know, hide back from the punches, it kind of shows your character as well outside the ring. So, as a kid growing up, like being an immigrant or um, being an immigrant or just like not fitting in, you'd have to kind of step up and prove yourself. So, you know, you just have to fight. But now, when you look at it, the technical side of at that point, it uh,
3: does look a little reckless to me. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I mean, I think we, I think we've, I think we've all been through those times where you're on a fight on the street, but you know that's past.
4: Right, Dean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what do you want to be remembered for <laughs> at the end of your career of boxing? Um, I
2: think I think it's just something that I needed to prove to myself um that I do belong with the top dogs I do or I can't hang with these guys these guys have been doing it for years um it, it's not so much what I want to be remembered for by others but it's more for myself that because it, it is a part of my identity um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, I don't know as far as playing pros or amateur goals, it's just something like I want to compete on the highest level and prove to myself that I can.
4: And that, that's what I want to, you know. No, I agree. I agree. So, who's your biggest inspiration when it comes to all of this?
2: Uh, in terms of uh, like boxers, uh, I think my favorite boxers would be Roy uh, Jones, Roy Jones Jr., Canelo. Um, like um, there's a few boxers, different. So like, what I do is I usually match up the styles. It's, like, I like to take bits and pieces from different, different styles
4: and like try it out in the ring, try it out in the ring sparring, and see how it uh, fits for me. Oh, okay. That, that definitely makes sense. It's like people want to be like LeBron James, but they don't. There's only one LeBron James, so you're trying to get the best pieces that bit with what you're capable. Yeah. of. You know. So who? It, yeah. So who is Medhanie if he didn't have boxing?
0: <laughs> that's a tough question um i don't know it's <laughs> a very
2: tough one yeah um, i think i just stick to my house <laughs> job and maybe maybe look for i don't think i'd be doing one job or i don't think i'd be doing like one thing i just can't do a nine-to-five and then come home and just do totally. nothing it's kind of difficult. Like, I would have to do something,
4: maybe learn a language or like fix up my time or <laughs> something, <Yeah>. so. <laughs> you like the challenge of being busy and like competing against yourself. So do you like, yeah. would you play team sports or are you always gonna be that guy who's always into individual sports?
2: <laughs> so, so uh, as a recreational, uh, for recreational purposes, not for like competition, I don't mind playing uh, Team sports and basketball, um, soccer.
1: until they but, piss you off, right? Until they piss you off in that kind of yeah, environment, yeah. Team sports, yeah, is yeah. not gonna go far.
2: Yeah, I, I don't like that's what I don't like. I don't like like take ownership, whatever I do. So if I if I screw up in something and it's in a sport, it's my fault, you know, or, or if I do something right, I want to take you know, I want to take the credit for it as well. So in that sense, I, I like individual sports. I like the ownership that comes with it. I don't like people pointing fingers, you know, saying, why didn't you do this right? Why didn't you do that right? And, uh, you know, I've done wrestling. I did swimming. These are all individual sports.
4: Um, yeah. So what do you think, uh, like, you developed this? It sounds like you 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 hold yourself accountable and you know, uh, if something is wrong, it's you and you have to fix it or figure a way around it. Where do you think you develop that sense of urgency and the ability to to know that, hey, I should be accountable for these things, especially because you started at a young age. You're still pretty young, but you think like mm. someone that's probably 10 times your elder. Right. Like what was it? When was that moment and when did you realize that you need to be accountable and you want to continuously improve and you want to be. Able to make adjustments on the fly. I guess I keep rambling on, but do you get the gist of the question there?
2: Yeah, um, I think for as long as I remember, um, like I was, I was always competition driven when like, I came to stuff like this. But um, like taking ownership wise, I, I just didn't. I didn't feel like team. Like, I didn't. I really like the team effort idea because it's like someone might be carrying like sixty percent of the weight while someone else is carrying like a ten percent of the weight, and everyone's treated as fifth like equals, you know. So it's I, I just didn't like even like as a kid, as long for as long as I can remember, like I never uh, understood that. Like, I never understood that, or never like I didn't. I personally just didn't like that. I'd rather I like the competition. I like the push. Like I hate losing, but um, I keep learning from my losses. So I, I've always, so even at work, like if I if I don't understand something or if, or if it's something like that, I uh, I always like try to learn something new or, or do something on my own in
1: that sense. So do you think when it comes to such a sport, is it like? a certain personality that chooses a sport or is boxing meant for a particular skill or trait personality trait because i mean you can you can speak to the environment of the gym or how you even matched up with horace as a coach at gideon so is is there a perfect formula like a perfect personality for something like boxing
2: I don't necessarily think there is a perfect formula for boxing. I think anyone can, you know, take a boxing or anyone can do it. Um, it just, boxing will push you to a point where it'll kind of answer questions about yourself. Or, there's a lot a lot of young guys that come in here, um, first day in the gym, they're like, oh, I want to do Spartan now, like, when can I get into and, like. Everyone wants to do it until they actually do it, you know? And then when they actually do it, it's like, they say maybe this is not for me. Um, As far as boxing goes, I think anyone's capable of learning it. Um, There's not a specific personality that uh, is gonna, you know, excel in boxing and a, a personality that's not, it's just gonna reveal something about themselves.
3: So it sounds like it sounds like um, it's all about the individual, I guess. Like anybody can learn it, but it's if you want to be persistent and keep going in it.
1: No, <clears> then, <throat> right. Like a, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that, that
3: that makes sense to me. I think that's a good lesson that people have to learn, too, is that, you know, you can learn anything you want, but it's, it's up to you to put in that time and that work and that effort.
1: No, but and I think that yeah. that's housed under discipline. But moreover, I think a point that, you know, you keep boxing around but you're not you're not explaining <laughs> it for what it is is that coachability factor like even though you're describing yourself as you know I'm an individual kind of competitive uh sports person or g- not a group team teamwork team effort kind of Uh, guy but that coachability portion of it has brought you this far to hit the successes and the failures right like that personal development i think this is it might intimidate like the sport itself i think it intimidates a lot of people of whether or not like you explained right like everybody wants to spar everyone everybody wants to box until they get there and they get boxed up and they're like oh whoa wait maybe that's not for me but i like the way that you highlighted it's more of that personal growth and it's mm-hmm. definitely that coachability Because anyone can step definitely. into a gym But if you're not willing to learn mm-hmm. About yourself and have someone else um, Kind of question you And like really train mm-hmm. you and push you Because like how does How does that competitive training Differ from like A, a weight training or a hit training That someone does on their own in a, in a regular gym if you will How does it um, Yeah does it differ? Yeah I know
2: that's no, that's hundred uh, percent I guess that's a, that's a total of one eighty. Coach has a huge role to play in your development. So they can either make or break your, your career or even uh you know, if if you're coming for a purpose or you you know, some people come to the gym because they've been through some stuff. And the coach the coach plays a huge role in all of this. Um he will be the devil's advocate. He will be the person that, um, you know, calls you all this stupid stuff. It's the minute things, it's, it's very small things. When you compete at the highest levels, like very, very, very small things that make a huge difference in the fight. You know, it's a game of inches, and you need to have a coach that understands the game. A horse has horse oh. been there, for me, from... Uh, I went to a different gym, actually, for like four or five months. And then I switched over to course. Um and when I switched over, like I understood the game a lot more. Um, I understood defense, what defense is about, um, and there's no better than force and in your opponent. It's like a whole family is behind you, um, along with my teammates who are in the corner as well. Hmm. You know, like the whole support is there. The whole back- so it's like a family that's that's there together and the coach plays
3: a huge role in it uh, from technique to just life advice as well so i guess i guess um back to my question earlier about the the support system i guess you may not have it in in, in your family life or whatever as much as you would like but um <laughs> it seems that you do have it in that teamwork you know what i mean even though we touched you touched on mm-hmm. that it's an individual sport when you get in the ring it's a team when you're when you're outside of the ring Right, you have that support behind yeah, no, you. No, it's
2: yeah, it's even even though you're an in, in individual, even in the ring, you got your corners, they're your second set of eyes, they're the ones who see the punches that you don't see coming. So, those are, um, they, they you know, horse and body have looked after me like family, um, you know, even like stuff that happens outside of boxing. and. Like, um, point like of depression or whatever it is like it's um you know they they've been there for me in those times too and then like boxing has, has helped you know they they've uh, gave me motivation where I didn't even think uh that like I was able to do certain things or fight a fight at a high level and you know they made me actually like, believe that i could
3: nice that's awesome and and like um so, so moving on, like what, what's next for you? Like, what, what's on the horizon for you? What's, what, what's coming up? Um, so,
2: so we have the Brighton Cup uh, coming up. I think from January 29th to the first or something. I think it's a tournament. Um, I think this this year, uh, Team Nigeria uh, is coming to compete, and uh, I think Mexican national champion as well, and as well as like the local. Uh, so people from nationals in, in Canada, and, meet, and possibly in the US as well, so I know we've had Ireland come in, so that's a big tournament, the Banking Cup tournament, that's an like, international tournament, and then Trolls in February, so those are the two things I'm aiming for, I'm aiming for wait uh, for the tournament on the 28th, so I'm aiming for that, you
3: know. That's awesome, man, I mean, I wish you all the best in that, I wish you good luck in that, those tournaments. Thank, uh, tournament thank you, thank For
4: you. <laughs> sure. So one last question for me here, Uh, so what you talk about the journey and you building yourself and continuously growing, how do you know when you've reached that final point, like when you've found the best self or the best version or do you believe that there is no such thing and you're going to continuously grow? Um, Yeah, I think think
2: everyone, it's a continuous growth, there is like there's never, you know, knowledge is is endless so I and mean, like growth is always continuous i think um like every time i learn something new and i buy something different there's always someone that's you know working harder or there's always someone that's um has your numbers or has a, a technique that you've never seen so you're always changing developing adding to your game and i think that would apply even outside of like boxings so or even in the work environment. Um, you want to stay competitive, you know, uh, if you're at, like, for example, in my field in IT, um, you know, you have to learn the latest softwares that are out there. There, you know, there's other people that are getting their undergrads right now and they're staying up to date. So you have to stay up so
4: to the so in the same sense.
1: That's, interesting. That's definitely a
4: good mindset to have as well, right? Yeah growth mindset
1: sorry red no no, no. it's uh, it's definitely interesting because it's it's uh it's why I say interesting because at the beginning when we were introducing you and you were sharing a little bit more about yourself you said it was quite separate like you know the the way that someone would see you at the gym <laughs> or with the art of boxing is totally different from you being a data analyst but as you as you dive more into these answers there's such a synergy there that I think is definitely commendable and i think that's where there's a lot for I, at least that's a takeaway for me because sometimes we tell ourselves a story saying that we're different we're different or this doesn't bring this is another side of me this is another side of me but there is the core you that's always there and very strongly rooted to help you understand that you're always growing and i think that's definitely um A gift you have because not a lot of people realize um and like dean that was a really good question dean because you know uh especially when it comes to a very physical sport it might come to a point right where you're like okay i lifted x amount of weight so i'm done like that's just it at least maybe that's my mentality when it comes to the gym but um no those it's different it's definitely interesting
2: the J- I forgot the J. Covers. If you don't work hard enough, some someone's gonna eat your food. So like that's where like I would uh, like impl- apply
3: that to both like work and boxing.
1: Well then, yeah, we know. that's
3: a good uh, that's a good <laughs> analogy there. I like that. You know that. what
1: that intro song is gonna be this year <laughs> at the February twenty eighth show. Um, so <laughs> definitely, I think this is a uh, a great. Uh, I guess first chapter, first round in the ring for us with you, and thank you so much for sharing uh, so much of your so much of your stories, but also the the little tidbits of knowledge that I think, especially if you listen to this episode yourself and back to it, you're gonna learn so much more about yourself. Um, but. To everyone listening, come out and show your support to our, our young talent. Well, I don't know if he's young anymore. He started when he was 21. But uh, our talent in our hometown, local to Scarborough, Toronto, Ontario, I want to say Canada. Um, and and support them. Show, show them your love with sponsorship this art does take a lot of discipline, but moreover, a lot of uh, resources and effort beyond the boxers themselves. So February 28th is a big show, but make sure someone can tell us where can people follow your story? Um, where can they hear more about you? Where do you share your, your, you, you as a person? So uh, yeah, I have an Instagram page. Um, you can follow me at uh, thank you. I don't have any
2: other numbers or anything. I just want to make it. Okay,
1: um, and, uh, t- <laughs> that's it, that's that's simple, it. it right. sweet. we'll definitely share it in the description do share them yeah. with your love but thank you so much Mithenken. Um, until the next round it won't be three minutes but you know how you do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for joining us
3: man thank you for having us
1: so we did right. we did have one One last thing before All we it right, right, because I, I know I keep doing this, but the three animals. If you were to uh, describe yourself as three animals, what would they be?
2: Mm. That's a good one. Um, I would say dog. That's because it's the that's the Chinese calendar, and that's what I am on the on that. Okay. Uh, second one, a um, tiger as Tamils work where you know, how it is. (laughs) Tigers wish Tigers will (laughs) walk on two feet, you know? And the third one is um, I would say chameleon but I think that's probably the closest I'm gonna get because I like to copy or mimic people's styles and I take
1: Interesting. I Interesting. Interesting. Those are actually really good admit. ones. Yeah, because <laughs> I think the first one is what you believe yourself to be. The second one is what others perceive you as, and the third one is what you actually are. What and you think, are, yeah, something I like that. I think you you definitely
2: know <laughs> yeah, that
1: chameleon <laughs> part because no, like you know what? That's a brilliant takeaway. You know, it's you learn from run. the best. It's, the other, way it's the other way
4: around. It's the other way around. The third the first animal describes who you're real Oh, sorry. The third animal reflects how you see yourself. The second animal shows how people see you. And uh they're, the first animal describes who you really are. Uh, so he said so a, you dog, like dog. He's a, a dog, is Loyal, <laughs> humble, friendly, <laughs> brave, dope? protective. Yeah, I mean like the last part's not that great. Submissive. Oh. And then see, keeper. See, <laughs> he seems <laughs> seems like a like a fighter to me.
3: He's protective and loyal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again very much. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you coming on. All right, man. All right.
4: Thank
1: you. Till next All right. time. All right.
4: Thanks. Good right.
1: thank
0: And there you have it. Another successful episode of the new School of Thinking podcast. And as mentioned in the podcast, be sure to support the boys at uh, Guinean Boxing on February 28th. Uh, They do have, as Mathankin said, they do have an event going down there. It will be a match. So you can reach Mathankin at uh, mathankin21 at gmail.com. That's M-A-T-H-A-N-K-A-N 21 at gmail.com. Or you can check him out on Instagram at mathankin and uh that is all so i hope you guys learned a lot from that and took away a lot but uh until next time have a good one